Hello and welcome to another episode of What You Say, where we are two moms here to empower, encourage, and inspire with love and laughter. I'm Amber. And I'm Melanie. Mel, is you getting a drink? I swallowed. I know. I was speaking. I swallowed. I'm so sorry. And I'm Melody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, underwater. see, that's what we do here, honey. Yes. Now, I am sort of underwater out here, but right, right. <laughs> blub, blub, blub. <laughs> How you doing here? You already said that. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyway, uh, yes, that bomb cyclone. With what is it called? The the no, the it's river, called atmospheric an river? atmospheric river. That is. That is, it's okay. Anyway. Yeah, that part. <laughs> Still, we all. Well, oh, no, we had the bomb cyclone. We had the bomb cyclone. Yeah, that's right. Y'all had the atmosphere. But I thought it was a bomb cyclone that, that made it an atmospheric river because of the West. Anyway, whatever. It's just all torrential. That's all. Right. And I'm no meteorologist. Mm-mm. Anyway, honey. Lord, we just ask you for to calm these storms in Jesus' name. Because it's teenage. Oh, it is. <laughs> it's I mean, I thought a little bit for a second that we were back in Kansas. The wind <gasps> no picked up like at home. 70 miles an hour. Oh, Lord. The rain was pounding against the windows. And I just said, Lord, back let me just pray for those that, for whatever reason, have to be out in these elements. Keep them safe. They have, name. they have stopped trying to take up the things of the people that are homeless. Um, They have encouraged them to go to shelters, but they've stopped taking down their apparatus of sorts, Um, you know, because it's dangerous out there. It really is, you know, with mudslides and, oh, I'm sorry, but the weather right now is unforgiving. And it's, and look, it's, they were talking about it's still a drought in some places. Yeah, in in a few small spots, there are there's still considered drought conditions, but that was as of the previous storm that came through. Maybe, of course, we're supposed to get rain well into next week as well. So yeah. maybe by the end of this, all or ninety nine point nine nine percent of drought conditions in the areas will have been never learn to swim can't catch the <laughs> rhythm of the stroke honey <laughs> hey you can't some brain. places you can't get the rhythm of the stroke because the road is gone oh my gosh yeah. that is just crazy oh. i mean because what the previous week we were having 60 almost 70 degree weather unusually yes strange mm-hmm. but yeah even here before this this rain or atmospheric river struck there was uh, a lot of cold here or what is considered cold for typical people here in the west uh so it was like they were like oh my gosh it's so cold and i'm like okay then yeah and we look we just need to pray for temperature weather forgiveness <laughs> Let it be forgiven. Undoubtedly, uh, yeah, uh, it, it was very sad. Um, 
because it's been pretty tragic if trees haven't been falling on homes an infant was killed last week Um, a five-year-old was swept away Mm -mm -mm. so it's it's been difficult so you know i just pray people if you don't absolutely absolutely have to go out don't don't risk it and don't try to think that you can determine the height of water also when it looks shiny in the dark it's probably deep water don't go that way Mm, so mm, mm, mm. yeah you have to use some wisdom Uh well look when they issue a state of emergency stay your hind parts in the house absolutely (laughs) that's all i'm saying whatever it is it can wait and when they say evacuate leave well i don't have anywhere to go you ain't gonna have nowhere to go if you stay Uh, they have (laughs) they have shelters open um you know the red cross has shelters open there are a number of places where you can go don't don't plead that i don't have anywhere to go there's some place for you to they are actually opening shelters not only to uh, families and that they are also opening them to those that are considered unhoused and uh, you know again don't take chances because the wind can pick up really quick and having been through the drought the ground was very dry and hard now things are loosening up there are mudslides uh some where families have sinkholes. been told they have to leave. Yes, sinkholes right in San Francisco. A guy's SUV was like down in the sinkhole. They couldn't even get it out with a regular tow truck. They had to call one of the uh, types of tr- tow trucks that deal with like 18 wheelers to get it out. And he's like, well, I don't know how I'm going to get to work, but nothing I can do about that. But call the insurance company and and that's, you know, that's a whole another issue, you know, because certain things are like, well, that's an act of God. But we just pray that there's going to be forgiveness of this weather and circumstances to help people out in these unprecedented type conditions as far as weather. We're grateful that we are more inland. Uh, we're kind of nestled by the mountains. So we have not seen a lot of flood conditions here in our area certain surrounding areas have had impact like downtown areas and stuff. There are people that are on their, um, what is, what is it when you stand up on the surfboard and paddle 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 boards? boards. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Paddle boards. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're seeing that. When you have to do that on your street. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, that's that's a problem. Not, not on my street, but yeah, there have been people doing it down, going down the street. They showed a young man paddle and boarding down the street. I'm like, oh Lord. Yeah. Wow. Mm -mm -mm. Lord. Speaking of forgiveness and I know, look, and I know we've had this topic before, but it's an ongoing process, forgiveness. And, but, but then we have to couple it with pride <laughs> there because there are some people who they, they'll do something and find, find out, you know, before when, they, when it's, you know, the argument has happened or, you know, the disconnect or anything cutting off of, of friendships, of lines of communication, they're all high and mighty right. But then when they, 
find out that they are wrong, ooh, then that's where it comes in. That's where that pride is because they're, they don't want to apologize for it. You know, it's, a, it's almost like I'm not, I've already hem and hawed and barked and, and puffed out my chest enough because I'm right and I know I'm right and there's no, no doubt about it. But then when they find out that they are totally wrong and they are in the wrong, they have an issue with apologizing about it. And it's, it's sad. It's really sad that you have to go throughout life like, yeah, I know I did wrong, but I'm, I'm too, too much of this type of person to be hum- humble, you know. And it, it's sad because, you know, relationships have been disjointed and you have people that you know it, it may have been something may have been a great thing but when you get in your own way and feel like I can't do this because I'm this type of person oh that just makes it even worse for you mm-hmm. and you know and the forgiveness is not about the other person and that's what people fail to realize it's about you and what makes you so grandiose that you can't say, I know I did something wrong and I apologize for it and mean it. You know, that's the other thing, too. Let's, I don't look, don't apologize if you ain't if you don't mean it. <laughs> that's because that's not a, That's another story. But, you know, it, it's it's so sad that you can't do that. Like, who are you? Like, like, it's almost like. I've arrived and you are just, you know, some peons to me. You know, it's it's so horrible that people are like that. Like, you know, what it what is the problem with saying you're wrong when you're wrong? What what is what is the problem? It what if you do apologize when you are wrong, finding out that you're wrong? What is going to happen to you if you do that? Like what is going through your mind that you think may happen? You know, and that's that's where a lot of people have an issue. And I think that's where a, a lot of the unforgiveness comes from is the pride, you know, because it, it's it's just like, okay, I I did wrong. Or you have the ones that, don't apologize at all because they don't feel that they were ever wrong, even though they know that they're wrong. <laughs> you know, even though that they've made them say, and they've they've seen it, like they, you you catch them in it, and they're like, "Oh, I did that," but they still never apologize. It's that's well, just you know not a good thing. And I know of two types of people in those situations, so <laughs> it's sad. It really is. Well, forgiveness is something that we all need. We all have desired it. And in some cases, we may have acknowledged our part of being wrong. And when I say that, it could be wrong in how you went about your delivery. So you can forgive someone and go to them acknowledging your part, you know, I was actually wrong in how I spoke to you. Now, the key is, is not necessarily what I spoke to you, because that may have been the truth in that situation, but how I brought it to you, maybe in the 
in a venue of people. You know, it could have been brought in a different way. So there can be that kind of forgiveness. And and hopefully the person can receive it with a little, little level of compassion and humility. Like, yeah, she didn't have to come at me like that. Not, yeah, she didn't have to come at me like that. But, you know, understanding that when there's a discord, there's right and wrong on both sides of the table. And that takes acknowledgement when you examine your behavior, what you you have said, um, your actions in the process of the difficulty or the disagreement. Uh, but again, we all want to be forgiven. We all we're not perfect as long as we're in these earthly vessels. And sometimes God will have you to go to a person and make an apology, not to say that you were wrong, but to show your growth in him. God says that he would make your enemies to be at peace with you and going and saying, you know, I'm sorry how I spoke to you. Not necessarily what I said, because what I said is what I said, but it may have been the right thing in our differencing of opinion, but that could be the beginning bridge of allowing a person to see, wow, you know, I wasn't really right in this situation either, but she came to me and said she was sorry. So I can look at myself or I can, you know, I can look at myself and say, you know, I wasn't real right either, you know, and, and making amends because we all need to grow in these processes of our journey and we have to ask sometimes God to soften the heart of a person who we may have had art with that they could even receive us so that's the, that's the thing that it has to really forgiveness begins in the heart you think about what has happened or transpired in your head but asking God we ask God those of us who are saved and know Christ as our personal savior, we ask God for, for forgiveness. We may have said something, thought something, seen something, done something that wasn't right. So we can't be so caught up in a space of pride that we cause ourselves to fall in a situation. And also that's part of letting your light so shine when you say to a person, I'm sorry. And, and that's, that speaks volumes, you know. Now, once you've extended that olive branch of forgiveness, you've now been let off the hook. See, it's to the other person to say, wow, you know, that was pretty big of her to come to me, or that was pretty big how he handled himself in that, you know, that it wasn't right how he addressed the issue. And in, you know, it could have been a sideline thing between just the two of us rather in the midst of an audience. So again, we can't let pride be that stumbling block in our relationship with Christ because also when we have art with someone else and we don't forgive them and we know better because see God holds us accountable for the things that we know he says in his word that our prayers are hindered. Mm -hmm. So, and I, I look at it like this. It's as if God is folding his hands and saying, I'll wait. You know what to do. 
Mm-hmm. I'm a, I, I'm cool. I'm gonna be right here when you want to get it right. I'll mm-hmm. wait. And that's why you know there are a lot of people that hold on to grudges, and it's not a healthy thing either. You know, it really isn't because when you start when when you don't forgive or hold grudges or know that you should be forgiving and you don't, you continuously think about that, especially when you are going to, or you, you may run into that person, you may see that person. Um, and because then you have to make a detour, you have to try to avoid them. So that's, that's taking energy out of that. Now I got to think about what I got to do or what I got to say, am I going to talk to this person, you know, and you know, things may come up about the person, um, from other people and and you feel that guilt and you feel that in in you and it it starts manifesting as other things within your health so you know and and on top of that if the lord can forgive you for all your dirty nasty funky stanky smelly put your razor and your bat away i said it Okay, Mm. if he can forgive you, you can forgive someone else. Amen to that. Amen to. And you know what? It's interesting growing up. You know, as kids and kids have skirmishes, and I often remember the adults saying, "You know what? Leave it alone. If we get involved in it." It's only going to make matters worse. Mm-hmm. They'll be arguing. It's like being in the sandbox. They're going to argue and throw sand at each other and not let each other hold the shovel or the bucket. The next minute, they're at the ice cream sh- truck, biggest yep. thieves, happy as a clam, walking down the street holding hands. So sometimes we have to allow the problem solving and the levels of forgiveness amongst kids to, to work it out without us intervening because again we can make matters worse we can plant you know parents sometimes maybe because of what you've been through or Mm -hmm. or your situation or even how you even deal with resolution um you can be starting to plant a seed that's not really healthy in your child right you know and again it goes back to God, like you said, forgiving us for some of the dirt we have done. Come on now, because none of us have tumbled out of the womb mm-hmm. saved. He said that we were born in sin in and sin. shaping yes. in iniquity. So That's don't right. so don't try to think that you've arrived. And also keep it real with your children. They need to understand that you that particular scripture, that you were just as they born in sin and shaping in iniquity. But God had to do something with your heart to change it. And so, again, just like you said, as he forgives us for the things that we have done, we have to find it in our hearts to forgive one another. And don't let pride be a factor like, hmm, look, I come from a long line of this, that, and the third, and we don't do that. Okay? And, and you know what? Another thing, before we get, I'm just saying this. <laughs> stop holding grudges for somebody else. Ooh. Please stop doing that. If somebody messed messed up your friend, your relative, whoever, if somebody did that to them, let them deal with it. Don't you be the one, I ain't going to forgive him or I ain't going to forgive her. Look, what you got to do with any of it? Not a daggone thing. So you need to, as Tabitha would say, mind your business. 
<laughs> but I get that part too because you got to answer to the things you've done for yourself. Mm-mm. Not look what did Paul say? You got to work out your salvation with fear, trembling, your own salvation. That's okay? right. You got you have your own lane. And that's exactly what you have to do is make sure you stick to your lane. But even while you're in your lane, come on, let your light so shine. Don't let it twinkle, 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 flicker and flutter. Mm. Consistency and have a heart of compassion for someone because sometimes people don't know. And God can use you in a situation like that to enlighten someone, to encourage someone and to also Go to God about whatever it is, and he'll fix it. That's why he says, cast all your cares upon me, because I care for you, is what he's saying. I care. More importantly than anybody else, I care for you. Yes, indeed. So please remember that. You know, this is a new year. New you. You know, Mm -hmm. just, you know, do things differently, godly. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yes. And in love. And in love, yeah. you know, Amen. sometimes situations are have, have gotten in a volcanic way that you just have to forgive and then let things settle as they may. And move on. Right. That's it. It you doesn't don't mean to, you got to clink get right. glasses exactly. and, and return. You don't have to break bread. You don't have to do that love from afar, honey. Right. You can just, you know, keep it cute, keep it cordial. And, you know, don't try to make it more than what it is, you know, because sometimes people's hearts are in a place where they struggle with trying to really forgive someone. They may say it, but again, God knows your heart. If you meant it, you yeah, can just don't, move don't on tell and me you be forgive decent. Me and and uh, don't apologize to me and don't mean it, please. I'm not that one. No, no, because I could read it. I was like, mm, you ain't mean that. <laughs> you did not mean that. Tell the truth, shame the devil. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I'm for real with it, for real, for real. Oh. You know, if you don't want the reality and the truth, don't come to hell. No. <laughs> well, now you it. know those of us of a season type calling. <laughs> you got to pray about that compassion and put away that razor and, like I said. Keep the person to bend to the arm and keep it cute. <laughs> hey, girl, hey, and really mean it when you say, hey, girl, right. hey, yes. Yes. That's okay, because the joy of the Lord is going to be your strength. Mm-hmm. They got to find their own strength. That's right. Okay. Yeah, so we won't want to leave you without a word of prayer. <laughs> Father God, in the mighty, precious name of Jesus, we boldly come to your throne, giving you all the praise and honor and glory that you're so well-deserving of. Lord, we thank you for this moment, Father God. We thank you for the moments that you have given to us and that you will continue to give to us in Jesus' name. Lord, we thank you for our listeners, Father God, and their families and their loved ones, Father God. We thank you, Father God, for allowing us to speak, Lord, in Jesus' name. We ask you to bless our families, Lord. Father, we ask you to continue to bless us in health, Father God, and emotional growth and spiritual growth, Father God, and wellness, Father God, and physical and physicality, Father God. We also ask you, Father God, to continue, Father God, to to provide, Father, and protect and give us that arc of safety, Father God. Lord, we thank you. And if there is 
anyone that does not know you, Father. We ask you to tug on their heartstrings. We ask you, Father God, to speak to them, their hearts, Father God, letting them know that you love them, that you care, that you died for them, Father God. Father God, that you were raised from the dead and you are forever present, Father. And the way that they get to, to the Father is through you. And all they have to do is say and mean it. Father, I repent. Please forgive me of my sins. Write my name in the Lamb's Book of Life and come into my heart and be master of my soul, Father. Father God, and if they said it and meant it, that the angels are rejoicing. Lord, we just thank you right now, Father. And we say amen and amen. Amen. So, if you hear something strange, (gasps) see something odd. What? Always remember to say what you say. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye.